Hey guys, welcome to episode 8 of All Things Kings. Karen, how are you? Very good, mate. How are you? Very good. And we've got some very exciting news. Our man to the right of me and to the left of you. Left of me. Chucky, he's got himself a mic this week. Welcome, welcome to the show, Chuck. Yeah, thanks, Preds. Thanks, Greeny. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's exciting. I've picked up another mic so I can uh, just chime in when I need to, but it's your show, so... Um, I'll leave it to you boys, but yeah, got some uh, some questions I want to ask Smudgy when, when he's joining us. Later. Brilliant, and don't ever forget that. All right, um, how's your weekend, guys? Mate, um, pretty good, like most weekends. Obviously, chilled out Friday night after work, then, you know, bright and early for footy. Got, to, got out to watch most of all three great, or of the season, the bees. Um, got away to um, the beach house on the weekend. My beach house down in Milton, which was very nice. Got down there with the girlfriend. Heaps of surfing. <laughs> I was in no in no way um, ready to be surfing down there. My body was sore as, and it was freezing. In case you didn't notice, it was it was, yeah, it was quite cold. bitterly cold. But nah, pretty cruisy weekend, mate. Um, what about yourself? Did you get up to much? Um, obviously the game on Saturday that was great, and got to the Seagull game. Wasn't, well done. No Simpsons. Bit, no Simpsons. Oh, a bit of Simpsons in the morning. Bit. bit of Seinfeld too, but nothing too. Too strenuous, I wouldn't have thought. Yeah. Took, took the dog for a walk as well. That was fun. Actually, wow, I only got there for half of the big round game. That, that's pretty game. good, Brad. So, yeah. Anyway, sorry about week. that, boys. I'll see what I can do this week. Maybe Always not. improving. Maybe not. But um, yeah, not a bad weekend. Good to get the win. I had a couple engagements to hit on Saturday night. That was a bit of fun. And then Sunday, yeah, recovered. Recovery Sunday. And I uh, watched our boy Kieran do a ride at... Do a ride a big brother. Big brother. Oh, was that last night? No, that, that was, was last, last night. night. But shout out, the, shout out to, to the Kieran. Room. Yeah, we do, we do love Kieran and we know he's a massive fan of the show. Yeah. Probably listen to it all day in the big brother house. Yeah. A couple A grade celebrities, you know, just shouting each other yeah, out. Exactly. I'm, sure, I'm sure Kieran feels the same way about us. And our sponsors for this week, Vetra Corporation, run by Chris Smurden and been a sponsor since 2006, which is the same as his son, Nick, came out to the club. So we love that. And he's our guest tonight, of course. And then... um. Yeah, so again, touch with them for all your RT security needs. What does RT stand for, Karen? Yes, I have no idea, but um, th- thanks, Fred. Thanks for Stitch Up. Um, so just like every week, Fred's just going to a bit of housekeeping. We won't be long this week, just the player sponsors. Now, if you're out at train tonight, you would have heard Paddy Chotwin say that we should get them all in by the end of this week. Otherwise, you will have... Um, probably Chucky roasting you the same way he roasted Lemon Brennan. And don't you dare stress Paddy Trouble now. He's got a marathon to run, as we expressed. I repeat, don't you dare. It's uh, So please think about your player sponsors. I know Brent's has definitely got his. We know Berg from last week is working he's, he's on still his. Wor- he's still working on He's Yong. grinding on he's his. He's still working on Young. But um, no, we love that. So and we do love Young too. We love Young. Shout out. Yeah, shout out. he's already... Another invoice too. Yeah, he's already sent a bit of money across to us. So that's all good. And um, another thing I noticed this week was a lot of boys leaving their belongings behind at training and games. Obviously, don't do it. <laughs> but if you do, make sure you're letting everybody know in the group and um, also checking the uh, lost property in the in the shed as well. Yeah, exactly. But it's just because there's a lot of boys out here on fat paychecks. Doesn't mean you should be leaving boots exactly, behind. Exactly. I mean, come on, pick your stuff up or at least like Brad said, make sure you gain contact to let everyone know that you've left it. So Who left this? Is it Harry Roberts who left his stuff at Paraka last year? Oh, man. Let's not give Source more the, air time. And there was somebody who left their boots at home when we were playing at Paraka. I think it was Brad Warren. Oh, and they asked, oh, does anyone else wear a size 12 shoe? Is like, it Brad Warren? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Anyone else wear a size 12 boot? Like we're just trying to hand boots. He was lacing them out to me tonight as well. Brother. Nah, he's a good man. And uh, one thing we do want to mention is 
if you're playing in the B grade, geez, don't be late to the game. Tricky, can you add something there? Oh, so round one, we um, made a bit of a punishment that if you were late or you weren't wearing your Kings uniform, which is obviously club rule, so you want to be wearing your hoodie or your um, jacket or T-shirt. Or your stain polo like Nick Warren. That'll do. As long as it's as long as Kings, that's all we want. Yeah, there's just a little bit of a punishment after the game. Dunes and Brownie were late and not wearing the correct uniform, so we had them singing the uh, national anthem, which they belted out quite well, actually. Um, but yes, I will make the punishments worse and worse as the weeks get on. So <clears throat> luckily, no one was late, and everyone was wearing the correct uniform on the weekend. So good result. Well, luckily, but also. Wouldn't mind seeing a punishment or two. Yeah, but. I was uh, toying with the idea of getting uh, Liam Swatala to sing something after hitting the post and kicking into. <laughs> I heard about a, this. One of the opposition players this. in the goal square. One too many sodas on Saturday. He couldn't stop telling me about it. If I see any more of that from Switz, he'll definitely be singing something after the game. Brilliant stuff, Chucky. So now onto the games this week. We uh, had we didn't have a triple header, or oh, we did have a triple header at home, but it wasn't against uh, the same team. Yep. But uh, so our Seagulls started off playing against Adelaide Uni. Adelaide Uni, who. Um, Obviously, have a lot of teams. So some pretty, I some think, pretty decent players. I think someone said it was their C two team. Mate. I'm not sure, but that's that's you know they've probably got all the way down to Z team. So um, yeah, the boys rolled out, played Adelaide Uni. The final score was four five twenty nine to Adelaide Uni's sixteen ten one oh six. So I mean, so, close one. <laughs> well. Uh, in previous years, that might have been a close <laughs> one. But but no, no. Um, game for the boys. Um, yeah. We know they want to bounce back this week and against Walkerville, who I'm not too sure about how they're going. Well, I don't think Walkie have had a win yet, but but as we know, like anything yeah. can happen it's in nothing this competition. Yeah. Um, but, in you know, I'm sure Bev will be keen to bounce back. He's got that group humming pretty well. And by all accounts, Adelaide Uni are always a pretty handy team. Definitely. Um, so goal scorers, we had Zilmi. Uh, Fred McClure, we had Nugget and Bichette all kick one each. So just the four goals uh, this week. Brilliant. How many Zoom kick this week? Just the one. Just, just the, the one. one this week. So, so uh, has he worked out his voice to his face yet? No. Still <laughs> that out? I haven't given it much thought uh, during the week. We'll, gi- we'll give him another week. And then best players, we had May, Warren, uh, Waples, Nug again. So he's he's gone best on and then second best on. And then... Um, best this week was Isaac Twelvetree, so one of the young lads having a good win. So yeah, big, I mean, big boy Isaac Twelvetree, oh, very like big, him, don't we? Yeah. So like we said, Brad's obviously Steve will be keen to fix things this week for his boys, and I'm sure they'll come back against Walking, give it a real hot crowd. Definitely. And um, the B is another close one. <laughs> well, even further away than the C grade game, um, about as far as you can get. We had an outstanding performance from. Uh, the B grade. Um, 166. 24, 22, 166 to uh, zero goals, one. One. <laughs> from Kilburn. No, we did. But in all fairness, I I was very impressed with Kilburn, how they pulled together a team in the end there because it, it was looking like for a good period of time it was going to be Weren't gonna have 20 one. something onto 10. And um, they, yeah, they, they just kept on piling out. And they trickled out one by yeah. one. Uh, and it was good to see. It was very good to see. But um, good on them. But so, yeah, I mean, it was a good win for the boys, wasn't it? Definitely. And I mean, I don't think we'll go through every single goal kicker, but some of them. Also, know. why does Tom Denny have eight here? Yeah, so <laughs> this is, this is I'm not sure about this because I got to the Kenzie on Saturday night and I said, oh, I was looking at um, the B grade and I was like, TD, eight. Someone goes, no, he kicked five. I'm like, I don't know, I'm looking <laughs> at it. And he says, eight. So obviously TD's just had three tacked on the end, which 
we love her. We love her. We, we love a free goal. And if you get three of them in one, <laughs> yeah. I'd be stoked. <laughs> no, one no, over no, a no. season, and I'd be like, yeah, that's a win. Three in a game, TD, you're doing something right, mate. Do you so, reckon that happened to him at the State Carnival when he was rocking? Yeah, plenty of times, plenty of <laughs> plenty of best on grounds and goals in that. Um, so TD with a, we'll, we'll call it eight. Um, <laughs> our guest today, Smedge. Smedge with four. Four. We love that. Happy How, three, bus, two, and then had single goal kickers. A lot of them. Plenty of them. them. A lot of them. And our best players were doing less, mate. Happy birthday to the big man today. Happy birthday. At time of recording, which is Tuesday. Happy birthday, mate. Louis Rapake, he was was excellent, really strong all day. Yeah. I thought Magnus Zillman, another... Great game. He's fantastic. He's, he's everywhere in the first he, half. He is so he, good. I don't know how he's not be, like best on ground every week. He must realize the agro coach is watching the first half and I just go absolutely just go nuts and, and, then, just, and then do nothing. Which, the which again, we love. We love. We love, we love, we love smart footy. And oh, amazing. Ze- Zeb Cunningham Brown. Zebby. Another birthday boy today. Yeah. Huge stuff. And then our Oscar Stalin, who started off really well too, took a nice one hander in front of everybody. He would love that. Yeah, he would have. He would love that. But yeah, so great from the B grade. And now I'm onto the A grade. Onto the A grade, Brad. So another hard fought win this week. Um, we've done it twice now, where we've just grinded out to the end um, and kicked a couple late, a couple really important ones late. Some great defence from Chuck, I think. Yeah. Um, just again coming off his man and just absolutely nailing Tucker in the chest to kick one of the sealers. So um, goals we had: Worrell one, Elge one, Frothies had two again. Um, forced kicked four, and Tucker had a five. So forced another birthday boy today. Yeah, but all the birthday boys <laughs> just getting shout out. So yeah, happy birthday exactly. to Force yeah. as well. Um, and then in the best we had Berg at fifth best. Nick was another good game. Fourth, Tucker third. As you'd expect, kicking five very important yep. goals. Frothies had another great game. Second best. Um, and LJ who was just was outstanding excellent, excellent all day. uh was best on so yeah no like i said breads it was a um gee it was a it was a hard game yeah was, i mean you get the feeling in past years with the amount of pressure they put it on especially at the start of the fourth past years the result probably would have gone a different way you know getting definitely up by two goals or something in the last quarter it didn't look too promising but then the way we fought back is really really great to yeah. see especially against a really Solid and physical side. Yeah, yeah. Was good I to think see. I think it speaks volumes the fact that we're like about our maturity, the fact we're able to grind games Definitely. out like that. Whereas you're rightly pointed out, Bridge, we would have probably just rolled over in the past. <laughs> I think we even made a comment where we said, "Yep, dust the hands off." That was a good effort, but no, nah, we're we're really really exciting things to to grind out a win like that. All right, game's over now into the fair mail. Very exciting, Bridge. We love people sending. We in do. Fair we mail. love it. Easily my favorite part of the app so um our first one in is from zeus big zeus he said the following hi guys can you confirm why you weren't at the kenzie on saturday night i'm pretty sure i was there well now zeus brett is joking but i personally <laughs> find this quite insulting because i like to think we're pretty good friends i mean great friend of the show yeah we've had some good times together one of your best men um and I was there on Saturday night, Zeus, for a short period, but I was there. I was definitely there. I think we might have even had a chat for a bit. Yeah, I was, I was there too. And Brent, I was, yeah, yeah claims so, he was there. Yeah, was but um, no, in all seriousness, I was there for a little bit and then I ducked off to Middleton for the night. So I, had, I stayed for presentations and then I 
went off. Yeah, leave us alone, mate. That was and Brett's did the same. Yeah, definitely. I was, I was in Middleton too. <laughs> Surfing the waves. Yeah, you know me. Um, and then our next piece of fan mail from Kanj North, another big friend of the show. This we, second time. Now, yeah, this we second. love him. Second time. He's been a guest. What doesn't he give? He's fantastic. Anyway, let's, let's go. Let's get into it. Um, hi, boys. Love you guys so much. Love Think about you all the time, especially you, Bretta. I promise you I didn't put that in. That was in there. Okay. And thanks, mate. I think about you a lot too. I know he means me as well. But way, way too much. Think about him way too much. Have you guys ever seen Adam Zenny go beast mode at the Kenzie? And do you think it's a good thing for the club? Such where does it fit in the five-year plan? Good question. Fan, that is probably the best question we've had in fan mail. <laughs> that, yeah. is, that is awesome, Chen. Um, I'll, do you want me to start? Yeah, I'll let you start. So I see Zen a lot and I see him go beast mode in, in many places. Yeah. But my favourite place that Zen goes beast mode is definitely the Kenzie. He is an absolute menace in a great way. In a great in way. In a great way. Um, Not like Nugget. No, no. We do love Nugget though. Nugget's <laughs> a different level. Um, And do I think it's a good good thing for the club? And does he fit into a five-year plan? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think if you had to, um, if you had to put a, cent- a central starting point for the five-year plan, yeah, Zen, somewhere to build around. I think beast mode, Zenny, Zenny, yeah. At the Kenzie would be where we start. So definitely for me. So in my, in my opinion, absolutely love seeing Adam Zane go beast mode at the Kenzie. But, but, yes, but. it's not my favorite place that I've seen him go beast mode. It's probably at the most he's gone, he's gone beast mode. Wow. Do you remember in the midstream change rooms after round one? I've never seen anybody oh. go more beast mode in a life. He was yeah. absolutely loving it. And it was on the gram as yeah, well. Yeah, it was on the gram. <laughs> it was getting everywhere. And if we could get that somehow into the five-year plan, I'd be all for Definitely. It. Also, can we just, on, on the topic of Zenny, have you seen he's posting the same photo with the same filter <laughs> of him and Ned Kennett every week yeah, on we Instagram? Love that. We love it's that. It's like this really like <laughs> we weird, we get him in the content sat- team, yeah. saturated <laughs> photo of him and talent. And I mean... I and also, it. quick shout out to Tamlin Zen, our new series coming out on um, Instagram. Make sure you give, give me a watch, give me a share, letting everybody know that you love the club and you love Adam Zenny. And then Chen just finished off with, also just want to thank you boys. Ever since coming on the show, my life's changed dramatically. That's expected. We know. Yeah, that's expected. Tell us something we don't know, Chen. I mean, we deal with this stuff every day. Um, right, great great message, Chen. Now, Brad, I've got a... Um, a mystery listener send in a bit of a stitch up in a bit of fan mail. I'm sure. Um, and I received this just so you know, I received this at 4 PM on the day of recording. So very recently, um, I was at work when I got it and it says the following, (laughs) I'll read the whole thing. They go, I can't find you on Insta to provide important fan mail slash question for the podcast and not to be a name listener, but I would like to know if anyone is able to understand Alex when he speaks. This is my sister. It's, this is proven, my sister, it's it? proven to be extremely <laughs> difficult at the best of times. This is my sister. Um, I, I said I'd keep them nameless. All right. Well, this is this is crazy because my mystery listener, Fair Male, is also my sister. Oh dear. But it's pointed at you instead. Elise, I Elise, I'm going to sit you up. You, you can't do us like that. You cannot send him. All right. Fair all right. I'll. Also, I kind of feel bad about reading it out now because now I'm fully against it. But anyway, I'll no, read, no, it no, anyway. read it anyway. Has Karen got his hair cut or does it still look like a microphone? Okay. <laughs> For everyone that didn't see me during the isolation period, <laughs> I decided to let my old man shave my head. Um, and then <laughs> isolation happened and I didn't see a hairdresser for a long time. Got the and full it- microphone head. 
And a guy now. Grew back. I liked it. In a microphone sort of fashion. And Alex's sister, I happened to be at a dinner with Bretta and his sister was also there. And she made the lovely comment that I, it looks like microphone head. Um, she wasn't wrong either. No, she wasn't. But no, I have got it trimmed up since. And um, well, I think it's looking better. But Bread's, I know, disagrees. So. Also, nah, I don't mind it. But also, <laughs> just want to stitch up my sister here a bit because I'm a bit pissed off at her now. Good story. A couple of weeks ago, she was at a friend's 30th and um, Berg and Fauzi, LJ, dog, few of the boys are there and Catters too. And um, LJ goes up to me. Oh, I think it wasn't just LJ, but it happened quite a bit. But they've gone up to meet my sister for the first time. Those of you who haven't met my sister, she's quite small. Yep. Very small. Mm-hmm. Probably up to my shoulders, not even. And you're like five foot six. So. I'm the tallest guy at the club. But anyway. They've gone, oh, you must be Alex's younger sister. <laughs> My sister's turning 30 in a couple of days and she was at a 30th and she's just like, why would, I, why would I be here if I'm his younger sister and he's 22? Anyway, well, just thought I'd stitch her up real quick because I know she has that at story. Least and, um, that's what you get for trying to stitch up. I know. You can't break this bond that Brett exactly. and I have and you tried exactly. to and you failed. So bad exactly. Um, no, nah, thanks to everyone that sent in fan mail. Keep sending it. Apart in. from my sister. Apart from the least. Don't send it in again. Um, all right. So Brett's <laughs> big star. Karen's king of the week. Love it. I love this. I absolutely love it. And today is this sort of, this one makes history. This is really a king of, this is the, the king, king of kings of the week. Exactly. And that makes sense, but it does. So I'm just going to come straight out and say it. So Karen's king of the week is skunk. Again. 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 So, but, but. We, we discussed this during the week, the three we of did. us. Um, and we thought, you know, on the show, we like to mix things up a little bit, but we couldn't go past what Skunk's, we what Skunk's done for the club. He um, was spotted cleaning the change rooms in between, was it the C grade and the B grade game or the B grade? After, and the, after the B grade game. After Amazing. the B grade game. Amazing. Now, Skunk played C grade, didn't he? So not only did he stick around to yeah. watch all the games, he went into the change rooms after the B grade game, a game he didn't even play in, and cleaned the change rooms for the A grade. Brilliant uh, stuff. Th- that is, uh, that is, you get King of the Week easily for that. We should, we should almost change the name to Skunk's King of the Week. Skunk. <laughs> Bring, skunk <laughs> become the fourth yeah. host of the show. Um, um, and not only did he do that, Brad, but he topped it off with a second effort. Um, oh, stop. stop. He was spotted at the, so everyone's favorite thing, obviously selling meat raffle tickets. We all we've all been roped into it one time or another. But and did Warren win it this week? Warren he did. did win it. So congrats, was really? that, that fifty games? Well done. Um, but Skunk was selling raffle tickets for the meat tray at the Kenzie as well. So That's like, just brilliant. So like he was going around. He, he he sucked me into Skunk. buying sucked me into buying ten dollars worth of tickets. Then he got all the other boys. Skunk, you are you are king of the week again, mate. Two times winner makes you royalty. You are the king of kings at the moment. So well done, mate. Well done. And also a quick mention to our boy, Big Pete. Um, I, I heard that he was cleaning up after the aggro game, doing the marquee and all the chairs and stuff. And we all know that's like the worst job ever to do. So yeah, so it's good to hear that. And she had about 20 sodas that day too. So he was supporting the club in, in that regard as well. Yeah, definitely. And and we love everyone that, you know, helps you out. It definitely does get noticed. Like in, on a serious note, you do get noticed for what you do. You might, someone might not always say something, but um, yeah, it's definitely taken note of. So thanks to those boys and keep doing what you're doing. Exactly. And um, on to everybody's absolute favourite segment. Second favourite segment. <laughs> Fred is king of the week. Another disappointing week. 
another very disappointing week. We had Harry Roberts rocket up in his bloody yes. tracksuit shorts, his sneakers, yeah. looking like an absolute idiot. Boring. Absolute idiot. And then some other ones that annoyed me, but it was mainly sauce. Yeah, <laughs> because it's sauce. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But I was really disappointed with the effort this week, boys. And um, That's a lift. And you know what? I'm going to have to – I'd realise, how am I going to get the boys going for this? A shout-out in the pot isn't enough. Going to have to incentivize them a bit. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say now, big stuff. If you win Brett's Drip of the Week, I'll buy you a beer at the can. Mm. And I, I like, don't that's earn huge. that much money. That's, but that's like That's like one s- half my paycheck per, <laughs> per week. <laughs> so, so I'll buy you a beer at the Kenzie. And um, this week, big one. Big one. It was rolling. Huge. He, yes. he, was, he was looking pretty good. He, I mean, I can't really describe his outfit. He was wearing like work boots, but like they sort of... Trendy. Trendy, yeah. yeah. And it worked with everything he was wearing. It looked pretty cool. So wow, we'll man. go with that, Riley. Good job, mate. My best friend at the club. So we love Riley. Welcome. Um, and you know what? I was thinking about awarding it to myself because they did look pretty good this week. You and, and there was people trying to tell me that you should win it. But yeah. You can't buy it. I mean, I, and I will it. eventually because I... Why not? Inevitable. Yeah. Um, and uh, But I'd, when I was thinking about who would win this week... I was thinking, what are the best pregame outfits I've seen at the club in my time? And what is true drip? I thought back to my first year. We were playing out of Gazer. We're away from home. Oh, jeez. Chookie's rolled up in his three-quarter pants. It is one of the, the strangest things I've ever seen in my life, but one of the most hilarious things I've do ever you, seen in my life. Do you remember this, Chookie? I do. I remember Dog calling me out on that um, in the Facebook group or whatnot. I had those pants for years. They were bloody great pants. <laughs> I loved them. I, I used to wear them every footy game. They used to be my pre-game, you know, outfit. I, I, it was the best start to a football. Like, just, they, I don't know what it was about them. I think it was because, like, they, they went a little bit too far. Mate, they go back to the 90s almost. <laughs> That's how far back they go. Unreal. Um, nah, so I think I still even have them. I might have bring, bring them out. out. Bring them out. Bring them out. Bring I think I might have to. So if you want to wear three-quarter pants, you are guaranteed to win Drip of yeah, the Week. exactly. Um, oh, and Brad's just one other thing I want to say. Yeah. Addressing a bit of an elephant in the room and Tucker brought it up at the at the Kenzie on um, Saturday night. We, we've, we've, uh, we're all good. It's no problem. But I... Pre-game on the weekend, I was uh, having, having a couple having a couple snaps for goal because we all know I take heaps of snaps during game. During game, yeah. Um, and one's come off the side, the side, of, the side of my boot. Looked like cable fish shit, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had no bend on it, and it smashed Tucker's windscreen. Oh, that was one of the, now, the best ways to start a game ever. It now, was so funny. Oh my god! There are definitely blokes whose windscreen I would like to um get a hold of and maybe drill a ball. Like who? But no, doesn't Pat Hewitt. Um, <laughs> but and source for that matter. But but Tucker is definitely not one of them. Um, friend of the show. Great friend of the show, and it was the it was a it was a big mental barrier for me to get over before yeah. the game. But I was really worried that. You know, we need Tucker to kick goals. I was worried that he's going to put Tucker <laughs> nah, completely off his game. Play angry. I love it. So, but no, he ended up kicking five. So we've come to an agreement. We're just going to smash windscreens every week yeah, before the game. Fair enough. And it um, who's next for that? Oh, no, no. Just Tucker every weekend. Oh, Tucker. Yeah, every he, he, he's just going to repair it and then smash it. And we'll just... We've seen a couple smash 
windscreens at the time. Yeah. But we saw Jada Pingeli smash. Chuckies. Chuckies. That was a bad one. Yeah. That was before game two. Um, that was a bad one. And then <laughs> didn't Poles smash Bergs? Yeah. And Berg, did. Berg was the angriest man I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. In my life. But anyway. But no, um, shout out to Tucker. I've apologized many times and we're all good just so the listeners know. But yes, sorry, Tucks. And now to our guest this week. So 200 game legend of the club. Absolutely. Former C grade player coach. Yes, we do love that. And one of the all round best blokes going around. An absolute legend of the club and, you know, probably most blokes or a lot of blokes favorite man out here. So so great to have him on. Nick Smedgy Smurden. Welcome to the show, mate. Welcome. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks. Uh, it's been a long-time listener. Yeah, a long-time listener. Very excited. Sure. Long-time listener. We're very excited to have you on. And um, yeah, can't wait to get into it. Thank you. Cool. So uh, how long have you been at the club now, mate? Uh, I've been in the club now. This is the 15th season. So Jeez. 2006 uh, was when I first pulled on the green jumper. Right. It's um, older than me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably is. Uh, so what's been, probably a lot of games over that time. What's been your favourite game over that time? Oh, I can't go can't go past the 2014 uh, grand final. That was an, an absolute ripper. So one grand final, one win. Um, but oh, I don't know. There's there's a few more. The ones that uh, you have quite low expectations and you think you're just going to run out there and um, just have a go. Uh, there was one time out at uh, where we were Plimpton and we only had about 16 players, one of which was Will Bowman, the team manager, and... Uh, Pete Clay's dad at a ripe old age of about 58 <laughs> and uh, we, we got up so it was amazing stuff Pistol Senior yes. <laughs> Love it. getting back um, and what about your least favourite game oh least favourite least favourite choose not to remember it or oh there, there's a, it's funny you, you seem to remember the, the good ones the least favourite yeah. disappeared but there was there was one not least favourite because anything bad happened but just it was just funny it was just a bad result but we played Modbury up at Modbury years ago and uh uh, Crispy Lovell kicked uh, our one and only goal for the game, and it was after the final siren. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird feeling they, that would be. They came from everywhere, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, Smedge, obviously, long time out of the club, and you would have met a lot of people. Have you got a favourite person out here at the club? Oh, favourite person. Um, again, you, I know. I think Buster B was was the one from last last week, but uh, the, the great man. He's been around for so long, and again, he is just he's just ripe for a story. Uh, you get him at the front bar at the Kenzie, and the guy just just riddles these stories off. They're amazing. He's great, isn't he? He's he is. been he's been a few favorite men, a uh, few of the favorites out here. So that's good. I'm um, bust. So what do you do for work, Smedge? I'm a property valuer. Yeah. yeah with, uh, so a real estate agent with Zeus. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys work together or thinking about bringing no, in no, 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 different, same industry, but uh, different types of business. So and no mention of your time in the music industry. No, no mention of the time in the music industry. No, no, we uh, steer clear of that these days. Yeah, I would have thought. Uh, I would have thought. Fair enough. Um, and are you single or taken? Uh, married, married, coming up five years. Wow. Uh, shout out to the lovely. Emma Smurden and uh, the two little kids as well, Beautiful. Maggie and uh, Theodore. So shout out to those guys. I'm sure, love them. Big fans. Yeah, big, yeah, fans, big so fans. Always the send, send send their messages to us. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Panda's best barbecue. Yes. Why haven't you invited us over for dinner yet? Oh, it's a, it's it's tough. I I seem to find myself doing these things late on a Sunday afternoon, and it's tricky. I I think uh, Chucky may have 
uh, sampled a bit of pain and best over the years, but there aren't too many uh, that have actually come over for for a nibble. Yeah, fair enough. Sunday's usually a bit of a run-off day for me. I've actually uh, I've got a cracking story about Smidgey's first one of first his first attempts. We we're down at uh, Victor, down at his um, his shack down there, uh, and we went to go cook a roast. And this was you know before pain was best was crowned pain was best, and uh, we put the roast in the oven and. Smidgey thought it was about <clears throat> an hour should be enough time for it. And I've gone, no, nah, I reckon it's about two kilos. You need about an hour per kilo. And uh, an hour went past, Smidgey thought it was raring to go and it came out and the thing was still, still barring. <laughs> very, very underdone. Yeah, we, we like our steaks and our roast blue around here. So. He's come a long way since then, mate. <laughs> yeah, mate, 28. For all those for all those barbecues out there, just depending on the protein, 25 minutes per 500 grams gets you to about a medium... There you go. <laughs> and Smedge, what's your favourite meat to cook and eat? Oh, can't go past lamb. It is it is the best protein. You can have it. You can have it slow cooked. You can have it rare. You can you know all different types. It is just amazing. Good stuff. Yeah, we do love lamb on the show. Absolutely love it. Love lamb. Sam Kekovic. Yeah, <laughs> big fan of the show too. Yeah, <laughs> what a thought. <laughs> um, so you can tell us a bit more. Not a bit more, but can you tell us about the time that you injured your eye? Oh, yes. Um, we've heard a lot we, about it. We'll, um, uh, we were playing it. out at the, the the paddocks, I think it is, out at um, – it was no, – where were we? Paddocks. Yeah, Parry Hills Way. Um, no, Paraka. There we go. Paraka. And I was playing B grade, running, running down the wing, muddy day, and I've dived to tackle a guy from behind. And as he's striding, the, the back of his boot oh. – um, collected me right in the eye socket nasal region um and at the time it was it's probably the first time i've ever been truly concussed and it seriously felt like someone had rung a bell in my head um and then i come to the bench and you know uh, physio checks me checks me out and um everything's you know it seemed okay um and then i actually uh, I actually jumped in the car and drove back to Pembroke. Oh, you're kidding. I oh, know. That's terrible. No, terrible. And, yeah. and you know what? It, it shows how far our physios have come yeah. because this is this is going back years and uh, and these days that's, that type of stuff just wouldn't happen. So, mm. um, you know, the club's changed a lot over the years. But at, at the time, um, I, I drove and came back here and Charles Bryce was coaching the C grade and he said to me, oh, yeah, they were short on plays. And I said to him, mate, I don't feel very well, so I don't think I'm going to play. And then I... Ended up going home and sat down on the couch, got dressed to go to town, um, thinking you know, I was probably I just didn't know what I was doing. I should um, do after a concussion. Yeah. 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 Had a runny nose, blew my nose, um, and but I basically popped out of what? the, the <laughs> socket. Yeah. <laughs> on the couch and I was at home on my own. Oh no, my one, God. no one else was home. Um so all my tear ducts were basically poking out and water was running down my face and I had to push the base of the bottom of my eye back in and and I had to go straight to the home repair. Away from, yeah, straight to, yeah, home repair. <laughs> I went and saw my grandpa, drove to my grandpa's house, again driving, you shouldn't have been driving. <laughs> With your eye. Yeah, I <laughs> drove to my grandpa's house and he's a doctor and he just, he looked at me and said, you need to go to hospital straight away. Oh so, my God, Jesus. Yeah, scary Jeez. stuff. And um, we heard you got on the radio after talking about it. I did, yeah. Um, the old Matt and Alex uh, morning show on Triple J Mornings. Uh, they used yeah, right. to do a uh, best weekend story and I texted that in and bang. Got the, got the phone call straight away being like, is that true? And I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I'm getting on the uh, – got sent a couple of CDs and a, 
little Triple J pack. So I was pretty happy with that. Oh, we love that. So it's not his first time on the airwaves. He's, uh, no. Yeah. yeah, speaking of uh, airwaves, mate, you've been uh, the resident quiz show host for many, many years and uh, used to do the Saturday night presentations till Tucker uh, took over. What's, uh, do you have much prep going into those and any gags lined up before? No, no, no prep, no gags. I just like to just just roll with it. Fill I, the room. Yeah, well, the best thing to do. I mean, I've I've done like wedding wedding emceeing as well, and I find the best way to do it is get up there and and you know you get all the introductions done, and then you basically listen to what other people are saying, and then when you get back on the mic, you you know thanks thanks for coming up and talking, and then rip on them about something that they said in their <laughs> speech. So you just kind of get the material as other people are talking. So yeah, I find as soon as you kind of create your own jokes. They, they go down like a lead balloon. If you ever need a third host, you know to come to, I reckon. Yeah. yeah Brad's and I are ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Smeg, uh, you mentioned before that you're a married man. Yes. Have you always known the whereabouts of your wedding ring since you received it? Uh, this is my, uh, my second wedding ring. Uh, first one was lost on a surfing trip. Um, uh, yeah, so I was down there with uh, Sam, Bina Franklin and uh, Scotty Whiteman and uh, we get out of the surf and usually I'd be wearing a watch. So I take my ring off, take my watch off and connect the ring to the watch. And I get back in the car and, and the ring's not on my watch. And I said to Bina, can I take my ring off? And he's looking at me going, well, I don't bloody know. And I'm like, oh, no, oh, oh no. no. And I didn't even bother trying to find it because I, I just kind of stood on the sand Didn't dunes. Didn't goggles on? You know? <laughs> 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 I, I stood on the sand dunes and just kind of looked out across the windswept beach and just thought, no. Nah. How, <laughs> how am I going to explain this? <laughs> and the worst thing was when I went and got the second ring, the, the bloody price of gold had gone up, so it was more expensive. <laughs> What uh, the wife have to say? Yeah. Oh, uh, unimpressed. I did actually flick on a. Uh, well, no, I, I went and found this old ring that I had, and I thought, "Geez, maybe I'll just flick this on the finger, and hopefully <laughs> no one notices." But uh, I was found out pretty quickly. <laughs> Unreal. That's amazing. Um, so now on to some other trip stuff. Why'd you miss a boat cruise on the Melbourne footy trip? Were you afraid of being seasick? Because, I mean, this happened to me before, so I understand the fear behind it, but... Oh, I was in an absolute state of disrepair. <laughs> I was absolutely in a world of pain. That that morning, I, I got up with, I think it was Jack Whiteman and Nick Bentley and Scott Whiteman and Sam. I think I ordered some muesli with some fruit I think I looked at it and then went, nah, I'm going back to the hotel room and Sam Willis came and ate, ate my brekkie. Uh, <laughs> but then I, I played the, the greatest trick ever on a footy trip, I reckon, where I'd, I Googled, uh, was it Googled the Melbourne, Melbourne Airport, Airport yeah. and sent it to everyone and said, sorry, boys, I've gone. <laughs> <laughs> only, to, only to roll back in uh, to the club a little bit later. <laughs> I, was, I was actually on that boat trip and it was sensational because I had all the, the young boys coming up after a couple of beers and they're all like, did Smurds leave? They were just so disappointed and then just half of them couldn't believe it. And I sort of I spoke to Smurd, so I knew that he hadn't actually gone, but, um, well, but it, was, it was just so good knowing that it was. <laughs> if, oh, if you Googled brilliant. Melbourne Airport, it was the first one that came up on Google searches. So, yes. Yeah, right. It was a great – and what the boys didn't know, when, when I finally pulled myself together, I called a mate who lives in Melbourne and went and had a nice brunch and had a few <laughs> beers. and <laughs> it, was quite a, it was quite a nice day. Quite a good swifty on him. Collected. Uh, do you reckon um, we'll, we'll do that with uh, – where are we going this year? 
Well, is it? Moonta? Moonta, yeah. No, no Moonta Airport. Can't pour that one of the boys. No. <laughs> Moonta bus terminal? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. I'll work on it. So, Smedgy, four goals on the weekend. Massive. Yes. Yeah, great return. Not your biggest bag, though, is it? No, no, not the biggest bag. Uh, I did kick six on a Carey grammar trip uh, in 2002. How old were you there, Karen? <laughs> Pretty old. Uh, were you there? Negative two years old. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really? No. Oh. <laughs> I was three. I think we actually stayed with the same guy, didn't we? Bull? Yeah, 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 yeah. Bull. Marty and I stayed with the same guy. And he... We had, a, we, had a, we had a gas cannon. We were shooting out of his backyard. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Didn't he eat? Where do you, you live in Melbourne? Yeah, yeah. like in the suburbs. <laughs> 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 oh, but they, the Kerry guys tricked us. They they took us out that night. and um, But then we all, they all played like raging bulls the next day. And all the Pembroke guys were in, yeah, too many sodas. I think there's a few broken bones. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the guys, yeah, one of the guys split his head open and, I think he was more worried about uh, how it looked, but <laughs> I think the scoreline was pretty similar to the Kilburn B grade game on the yeah. weekend. Yeah, yeah, we, we yes. had the same experience when we were carrying. What did you do? Didn't you break your? Didn't you break something? I I had a fracture in my shoulder, but you know it's one of those things. In hindsight, was it like a hairline fracture? In hindsight, you grow off a bit, yeah. and you take the may off, like some of the stories, <laughs> and you think, "Geez, that was a bit soft." <laughs> <laughs> like, I think I think it was one of those ones. You know, when they X-ray and they got, they err on the side of caution, they're like. You might have a hairline fracture yeah. in your shoulder, and you're like, "Yeah, yeah broken yeah. shoulder." Yeah. yeah. So, nah, I don't think it was anything. I, I, I think it. I just wanted a trip to Kerry Hospital. Yeah, fair so, enough. Or Melbourne Hospital, sorry. So. Fair enough. Yeah, we got we got thumped when we went. <laughs> Absolutely. We had like Halo Bree the first day, and we didn't kick a goal. <laughs> I don't think they're, they're letting us kick out from the middle. We had the mercy rule inflicted yeah. on us, yeah. and we still. I remember the first like. After when they said, "All right, mercy rule coming in," Pembroke kicked out of the center. They smothered it. Yeah, it the me, first no, kick. Me that kicked it. They, they Did you? It. Yeah, yeah, unreal, no, Brent. I'm sitting here with my jaw on the floor. That is the most outrageous <laughs> story I've ever heard. <laughs> we still didn't score. Denial. Yeah. yeah no. This what, what year was this year? Year eight. When we were in year eight, oh, so it would have been like you wouldn't, 20, wanted, you wouldn't have wanted to be the year. No, no, year ten. Um, so how came you to get rid of the cigarette coaching job? Oh, oh, not like I loved, I loved it. You loved it? I loved it. The what about in July when you can only get 15 players out there? Oh, no. Nah, well, it's funny. When I, when I first took over the role in 2013, we had been through a period where we were like, we were forfeiting, um, consistently. And my first, you know, the first thing I said, um, to like, you know, because I was on the board as well, and the first thing I kind of said to the guys was, "I was like, we we are not going to forfeit ever. We're not going to forfeit." And it's funny, I was even talking to a few of the guys on the weekend just about you know Kilburn that you know credits them to actually get out and and you know play. Yeah, because they, they came out of nowhere. Those guys, they just kept yeah. On. There was like, like twelve that rolled out for yeah. the initial warm up, and, just, and like, we were just counting them one by one, just coming out. Know, so. And you know, again, credit to them because. You know, and, and I, I didn't care whether we had 13 and we were playing. I mean, I remember playing out of the Elizabeth one day where um, we only had about 16. And, and I just, I was like, no, nah, we are playing and we're going to get flogged and I don't care. But, you know, we're going to put a team up and we're going to just have a go. We'd, we're doing it for, you know, you just got to enjoy it. You know, I, don't want, I wanted to have a run around. Plus, I thought every game we forfeit, it was going to take me longer to get to 200. So, <laughs> <laughs> very fair. Very fair. So, Smedge, I remember last year, you actually, very vividly, you rolled out to training and you were very excited because you'd found Breda's lookalike. 
Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Oh, I do, do you, remember do you, this. You're very excited. You, you, I think we even we spoke about it mid drill at training. You were. Did I send a photo? I did. did I sent a, a photo. I sent a photo through to one of you guys, but I I really want to see the photo now so I can do a real good side by side. I've got one better for you. So I saw the photo. And I was like, you know what? I've, I reckon I've seen that guy somewhere, but I, I can't put my finger on who. And it, it took me a few months later. I saw I saw this guy again in a photo, and I was like. Oh my god, it's him! Turns out I know the name of the guy. He is my brother-in-law's best mate's brother-in-law. There you go. <laughs> Process that. <Is> that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think the jaw's back on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Process that yeah, one. Yeah. So um, I did did a bit more research into his profile today. We look nothing alike, mate. I have, know, you got, have you got the photo? I've there? got the photo. I want to see this. I don't know where this. you got this from because it is honestly my brother-in-law's. Best mate. Best, Best mate's brother-in-law. Look at this. So there's no blood relation. There. No blood relation. <laughs> exactly no, the same. Nothing like it. Exactly the same. <laughs> I see it. I see it. Hey, that guy's got a great perm as well. <laughs> <laughs> Doing well. Nah, I don't he's, see it at all. He's got the real me goring, uh, me goring hair nah. going on. <laughs> but no, nah, I messaged my sister because that's my brother-in-law's wife. Um, and she's best friends with... The brother-in-law of Mike. <laughs> Stay with us, guys. Yeah, um, Stay with us. And she agrees. We look nothing alike. I don't know where you've got this from. Oh. Man. It's just because he's got black curly hair <laughs> and he's got tan skin too. Looks a bit ethnic. Oh. And that's it. That's all. Look at this. It looks nothing like me. I wish you guys could see this because that, that, that's very similar. Oh, get off of boys. Identical. No, very good. All right. And um, yeah, so you mentioned um, the termed game and how keen you were to get to it. Yep. Uh, how do you feel running out there last year? Who did we play against? Kenilai Gardens. Kenilai Gardens. And that, that was a good day for us, wasn't it? Never yeah, forget. A very good day. How did you feel that day? Oh, it was fantastic. You know, it's, it's, it's funny, like you build up to that, you like, build up to that moment and then um, just to get there was, you know, was amazing um there was there's been plenty of times over the last few years i think it took me five years to get to 100 and then 10 to get to 200 so um there's you know there's a few injuries and things in between there so just to to get there it's just a massive milestone and you know i i want you know as a youngster i really wanted to get my name up um somewhere on one of the honor boards here in the pavilion and um i thought well geez here I am in 2006 getting dropped from the C grade. So I thought, <laughs> I'm never going to be an A grade captain. I'm never going to be an A grade best and fairest or a B grade best and fairest. And I'm never going to coach the A grade. So how else am I going to get up on the board? You know, so um, I thought thought 200 games uh, was something that I really worked for. So I was extremely chuffed uh, to get there. And then uh, thanks to, uh, I think it was uh, Neshi who delivered the the footy to me with oh, yeah, about a minute that. to go, and I slotted through a goal with the last kick of the game in my two hundredth. So yeah. we, yeah, we were trying to get stuff. to you all day there in that last quarter. I think you had a couple of practice shots. Yeah, in, yeah, I did. <laughs> Just I did. Straight off to the I, to the right. I, I should have, I should have had a couple. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most stressful few minutes of my life. Where I could try to get the ball down to you, but no, it was good to see you keep the goal, and it was good to get around you as well. Now, Smedge, something else, you know, being the great club man you are, you. First round out at um, Mitcham, I remember I, I was out there watching the C grade. I was sitting near the bench. And I was watching The Simpsons at home. Yeah, yeah. better, of course. I love um, The Simpsons this game. No, it does. Uh, but you came, you came for a rest on the pine and you very eagerly came up to me and said, Greeny, 
I've had an idea for the pod. And now this is this is mid-game, mind you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking, wait, always, Smedge talking to me right now? Uh, isn't it? Always talking business. But, like but we'd love it. And um, you came up with a really good idea. You said, you said, why don't you know get a bit of fan engagement in the show, which we love. We're all about fan engagement. You said, get the listeners to guess the guest. Now, you said that perhaps we could give the listeners a few clues um, and then they could send... They can send in who they think the guest for the following podcast is going to be. And Brett and I executively um, decided that Chucky will buy the winner a, a beer <laughs> at the Kenty. There's not this week though, because Chucky won't be there. Yeah. Prior engagement. So. Yeah. So I mean, we probably won't buy your beer. Exactly. Yeah, so, so that's um, fine. So, but please still guess because <laughs> Chucky <laughs> buy two beers. Like after. Yeah, no exactly. So um, where'd you come, where, where'd you think about that idea? How did that come yeah, to you? Talk oh. us through it. Look, I'm a, I, I, I love creating content, you know, great content. Yeah, and I thought, I thought, you know, what, what better way to get, you know people involved and you keep saying yeah message in message in and i kind of thought well that's a great way to get people to get in and it just gets everyone engaged who's listening you know something to think about uh prior to the the, the next week's podcast do you want to over the weekend we love it um so do you want to help us i can help. give the clues yeah, away for the next clues so yeah for our guests the guests this weekend remember if you think you have the answer comment on our facebook or instagram post for the podcast so our first clue He's in the gardening industry. Mm, very good. Um, his favorite drink is a pale ale. Favorite soda is a pale ale. Soda. Yeah, the old green caps. Uh, he's quite a fond supporter of the Adelaide Crows. And uh, he's had former nicknames such as Salmon Pants and the Gas Cat. I love to know the story about those nicknames. Adelaide date though. Thanks for coming on, Smedge. No worries, guys. Thank you very much is for having there, me. Is there anything you want to leave us with? Um, go Kings. Go Green. Um, thanks for having me. Very much appreciated. Thanks. Cheers. Man. Thanks for coming on, mate. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Wow. What a guest. Awesome stuff. Another great one. I know. We only Bang. pick good guests, don't we? I know. Thanks very much, Smedge. And, Bredge, just to, just to cap it off, um, like I said at the beginning of the show, player sponsors are now the highest priority, should be the highest priority on everyone's list. Do not stress pay chart one out. Yeah, do not. If anyone stresses pay chart one out and he doesn't, Run that marathon in a PB. Brett and I are shaming you and roasting you on the podcast. So make sure you get them in. And But on a serious note, if you can't find a player sponsor, then do in a non-stressful way talk to <laughs> Paddy Chartman or, or any of the other um, committee members because sure. you know they'll help you out, yeah, help you find someone. So. And also remember to comment on our post of this podcast on either Instagram or Facebook to try and win your... Uh, Free beer from Chucky. Yeah, guess the guest. For a guess the guest. We love that new segment. We want to see high engagement this exactly, week. That's exactly. That's what Fred and I get paid for. And, <laughs> and don't ask Maggie for the answer because I'll be pissed off if I find out people have done that. Anyway, and don't take that as a... As a dare. Yeah, dare. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, so thanks for listening, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. Good stuff, Fred. Thanks, Good man. stuff. And Walkerville this week. Very exciting. No, looking forward to it. Hopefully we can uh, return to our three from three form. Definitely. As I'm sure we'll be able Definitely. to. Definitely. And thanks for coming. Thanks, uh, thanks Joe. Yeah, come no, on. Sure. Thanks for having me, boys. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. been a pleasure. Yeah. Brilliant. All right. Cool. We'll see you guys. See you guys next week. Ta.